Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. Shut up! From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Does Maddie know you use words like that that you just used there? She does. She doesn't know I say it on the radio. And I try not to, but... Her mother never uses words like that. No, never. Astros Twitter made me say it. They had to drop me off. They had a holy day of obligation. So they went to, they dropped me off and because Alec used uh, his mom's car to drive out to stay with his Mimi and grandpa (coughs) before he goes back to college. And so they dropped me off at at work today. So I don't even have a car. So they had to, because they had to go get their church on. Maddie was a delight this morning waking up. What a delightful little girl she was. <laughs> I was I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to mom. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We got some I'll people in, in here that need, that are refuting some things well, that we I said. Well, I don't know what they're saying. Maybe all, they're going to agree with them. First of know. all, SMU Sonny wants to refute your thoughts on douchey Dallas. Sonny, what's going on? I doubt he does. Hey, good morning. Okay, thanks for having me on. All I got to say, I listened to about 20 minutes of Dallas hate, but you ain't, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Mm. And never forget, the Texans named their team after a Dallas team, the Dallas Texans, which is an SMU, Dallas family-owned, the best ownership in pro sports, the Hunt family. Oh, and by the way, we won John's League, go Renegades, and half a Dallas team moved here to play for the Ponies. Uh, like I said, bring on the hate. Now, hey, go Strohs, go Rockets. That's why I listen. But, man, Texans are trash. And uh, bring on the hate. That's all I got. Beat it. You ain't got no haters. You ain't popping. You ain't got no haters. You ain't popping. All right. He had something for all of us. He did. That was like a one long run on sentence. Half of my team is just guys my Was that? I'm going to come over here. There was Houston Texans. And they became the Dallas Texans. And they were owned by an SABO play. And then the family came here. Have a Dallas team is now on those Mustangs. Hey, Sonny, I don't know if you should be celebrating and then the renegades were able to win. Up Manny Diaz recruits, but mm. sure, go yeah. ahead. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, these people have some hate for you, Dell. FSU people. I don't know if that's what this is about. I hope so. You ain't popping. Let's get Keith in here. What up, Keith? Hey, guys, love the show. I'm stunned that Dell is against the Jordan Travis hype. I called him two months ago. I was cooking on this show. I said Florida State is going to make the college football playoff. Jordan Travis, Mike Norvell, they are back for another year. Travis has been in school since 18. They've got 90% of their starters back. He beat LSU, Oklahoma, and Florida last year. Jordan Travis will go off this season. He is going to have 4,000 passing yards. He's going to have 35 touchdowns. He's going to have less than 10 interceptions, and he might even be a finalist in your city for the Heisman Trophy. Florida State going to the college football playoff. Let him come! 
not sure mentioning beating Oklahoma and Florida last year should be part of the resume. Yes, it should. Yeah, it should. Anthony Richardson, fourth pick of the draft. Ah. Oklahoma, you, you mean in that multi-time college football playoff participant? Last year's Oklahoma team? In the past. You mean yeah. as an organization? You mean the Florida, the Florida team with Andrew Richardson who finishes college career going 9 for 27? Billy Napier. Seven-time national champion. The Cajun captain, Billy Napier. They haven't won a national ta- championship since 2000. That What's that mean? Cooked. That's all he does. He just cooked. He gave hey, you a oh, whole stat line. He just picked up another he recruit. He gave you a whole stat line, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. He said Del. 10 interceptions. Eat he even that. knew the interceptions. Jordan Travis, player. Oh. Heisman. Heisman. Okay, okay sure. Jordan Travis. Sure. Um, you got two top ten matchups in, in the course of four weeks. I'm sure you're going to handle that well. You've got LSU to begin the year in Orlando. Then you have to face Clemson. I'm sure that's going to go perfectly well for you guys. <laughs> he may we'll end see. Up, no, LSU he may end up well in a great them. city of Houston. when it co- he, he, said, he told you he may end up top in Houston f- at the end of the year. You know five, what that means. Top five LSU and then Clemson. I'm sure that's going to go perfectly well for the Florida we'll State. We'll find out who's going to be Let's in the find top out ten after Ray. after that game. Let's see yeah. what Ray has to say. <laughs> yeah. Ray. I want to see what Ray has Come to on, say. Ray. Come after Dell. What's up, guys? Love the show, man. I could easily see Florida State being in the top ten. Warren Travis has gotten better as a passer every year. He's got six, seven receiver Johnny Wilson. He's a beast. You got Benson coming back, a good tight end class. Jared Burst was banged up last year. He's fully healthy. Man, FSU was back, man. Miami fans just mad. They're like the Dallas Cowboys of NCAA football. Don't nobody remember them old ass rings. Ain't won nothing since oh one. Let him cook. Florida State. If you think the team you saw old last year represents Miami being team. old that, ass, that's embarrassing. That Florida State team. Did they beat LSU because of a miss ex- a blocked extra point? Yeah, did they, they made a play, and then they barely beat Oklahoma last year. Stop it! You're not back. If that's what you think Florida State is back ass. That, then you don't remember your best teams. That's embarrassing. He didn't even mention Fabian Lovett, the Johnny, defensive tackle. Johnny Wilson, a, a, a transfer from where? Jared Stop Burst. it! Jared Burst. John doesn't Jared know. Burst. Jared versus Stop it! He's a tran a transfer from a lower division. Jared versus a good player. I'm like. Yeah. They're going to be good. They're not back. If that's what Florida State sees us back, you're embarrassing yourself. No, no, Ray. Travis. Ray, it feels like they're back, Ray. Yeah, they're back. Back. State's back. FSU is back, folks. That's right. Mm. The new Bobby Bowden. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're looking That's at right. our football team here. I see a good young. We got a lot of good football players here. Got a good young quarterback. We got the Benjamin kid, the other tall kid that Ray was talking about. We got the voice kid. We got a lot of good. It seems like the we're, school, we're back. We're the, definitely back here, Dell. The school that produced Peter Warwick, Ron Dugan, Peter Warwick was a good football player. And you're talking about Johnny Wilson representing you being Johnny back? Johnny Wilson's a good player. Six foot seven, Dell. Be happy for what you had last year, but don't stop saying you're your back. Whole, your whole roster, Dale, it's got embarrassing. pulled in. You don't even know your own players, It's embarrassing. Dale. It's embarrassing. Johnny Wilson, you're back. Cut it out. It's true, Dale. So you don't even know your own players. I love you have it. I love it. Players they are going to dominate the ACC. We are, we are a good football team. Are they beating LSU? Show. No. Are they beating LSU? To start the year? No, they ain't beating Bobby Bobby Are they beating back? But you, you think they're beating? 11 and 1 is pretty good. Are they beating Clemson? Yeah, they're going to be Clemson. Okay. Since old, it's old hat. This is the new ACC where Florida State domi- dominates. Actually, that's the really old ACC when Florida State was dominating. Well, watch them, watch them again. Watch them again. This is the new old ACC. That's right. That's right. Let's bank on the, the 23-year-old 5'11 quarterback to take you to the title because that seems to work out. Congratulations. Yeah. We're, we're back. You mean, we're oh, back. like, uh, oh, I don't know, Bryce Young? Uh, he wasn't 23 years old. 
Yeah, but he was 5'11". Yeah. What Did Bryce Young ever win a title? No. No, he never uh, did. Not as a quarterback. He not never, not, not, not as while a he started. He did at not the as, bench. Well, he's yeah, on the bench. He was sitting on the bench. So maybe <laughs> if they get a different quarterback. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, the mental oh. reps. He got mental mm-hmm. reps. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah, the mental reps. <laughs> Eight twelve ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. We move on. We got to talk about this Michael Orr story on the other side. But first, you got to talk about Craig DeSurf. Yeah, Craig DeSurf is the guy who uh, you'll never get blindsided by Craig DeSurf. Oh. Craig, oh, you see what I did there? <laughs> Craig DeSurf is the best. Craig DeSurf and his. As a matter of fact, you get blindsided at a lot of different uh, car dealerships. They tell you it's going to be this. They tell you it's going to be this. Then they start to upgrade you, try to get you to get the true coat. Then Chef Proudfoot's in the middle of, you know, beating somebody up, whipping them with a belt. And and it's a whole thing like from Fargo. Never at Angleton. Angleton is just sleepy, peaceful, and doing great car deals. You drive out there 42 minutes from downtown here in Houston, and you're going to get really, really um, great prices. But not just prices, the selection uh, the trade-in value is more than anyone else does. They've got lower overhead, so they're able to really pass the savings along to you. And when it comes to service, no one beats my friends over at Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. Their customer service index is higher than anyone else's. They win this award year after year after year. And that goes for whether it's you're coming in for maintenance or they're just delivering vehicles to you here in Houston or just taking care of you in general. People love the way that they do business at Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. Go to LanceZCars.com and find out for yourself how you can save thousands of dollars at Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. You hooked up with it. You decided to marry it. I told you I wasn't into it. You said it didn't matter. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. The NCAA fears that with your recruitment, a door might be opened. That boosters from lots of schools in the South have become legal guardians of young athletes without means and funnel them to their alma maters. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm not saying I don't. But there are many people involved in this case who would argue that the Tuis, they took you in. They clothed you. No. They fed you. They paid no. for your private education. So, who, what was that, Tal? That's a clip from the blind side. Oh. Um, well, <laughs> so Michael Orris says, yeah, none of that happened. And by the way, that's all. they've used my name, image, and likeness to make all kinds of money. And I didn't get anything out of it. His biggest they say they split it five ways. Well, we'll find out what, what's happened. Michael Orr said he was never officially adopted. And I wonder if this is coming up because he feels like somebody has probably told him he's probably upset that he's not having Wait. the money come in that he believes that he should have coming in for the blind side. Yeah. And and that's and the only way to get that is probably going to be that he has to show that he was not officially adopted because then they don't have, they didn't have parental rights over him. So apparently they made... The, they got $225,000 flat fee plus 2.5% of the film's defined net proceeds. The film made $309 million in gross receipts. That's not net 
gross, I don't know what net would be, how much did it cost to make the movie, all, all the other expenses that would be involved. But however much, he wants to know how much they made off the movie, and he wants his fair share. They say they split the proceeds five ways. He says he hasn't gotten anything. So uh, we'll find out whether or not. He also says, yeah, they didn't adopt me. They had a conservatorship, and he wants that. Uh, I don't know why he would still, as a grown man, need that uh, conservatorship. Ask Britney Spears. Um, Sometimes you have to, maybe it's the same situation. Maybe they just have to watch out for his money. Well, are we comparing Britney's situation to a a grown man staring at balloons? What are we doing? Maybe. uh, Do you want to explain this to people? Balloons. There's a clip in the movie. I'm telling you, he said it. We can't find it anywhere. Well, you can't. It's not. You didn't see it. You never. You've never seen the whole scene. I'm going to see in where the, I can movie, pull up the movie when Michael Orr is learning how to play football. That's another thing he contends. He said he was already playing football before they met him. But whatever, he was being taught how to play football in the movie. And he, I guess, and a couple of his teammates were distracted by balloons. And the coach goes, "They're just balloons. They're just balloons." And John contends that in the middle of that, when I, he first saw him, he my, goes. Balloon. And if I was him, I was watching it and I go, oh my God, if I'm Michael Orr and I see this, I'm going to be pissed. Pissed. I will say, then, John, has, then, John has said that forever that he would be mad for Michael Orr. So he, he must have seen something he didn't I like. Did, no, Are honest, you sure I'm telling he you, said he said balloon like balloon. that. Did he, like, say, oh ba- did he say balloon? balloon. <laughs> Michael Orr has always contended that that movie has made him seem dumber than he actually was. Yeah, no, a lot dumber. And then Sandra Bullock walks out. This, if you pretend that he's trying to hurt me, uh, good Lord. If I'm Michael Orr, you know what? He should sue that whole family. They should pay. They should be destitute. They're the ones that should be living in a gym somewhere or on on the street because they made him look so bad in that movie. Well, two, living in a gym. Well, that's where that's he where well he they was. also apparently helped him get his life together. Like they did some good things. Too. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, gave and then and then and then they got paid. I think that yeah, I think the big issue is not what they. After we saw that movie, my wife was like, "We need to. We we need to adopt." Oh, oh no! A football player. Oh no! Let's adopt one. We need a pro football player. I yeah. guarantee you, Winnie didn't want you to tell well, that story on the radio. Why? No, why not? Oh my god! And it was a Disney movie. <laughs> it was a Disney movie. We need to do that, John. We need to find a big black offensive lineman. Well, no, no, no. She didn't say that. Oh, okay. But, but you know what? You Dang. were raising a D one football player. A D one football player. Did he turn yeah, pro? But, no. But they well, no. Needed okay, a, they needed another one. Okay, you know how much money we could have made yeah, off of him a, if he if it got pro. One, that's eggs in one basket, Dell. If you've got another kid, like yeah. you got two of them, like you got better shot. That's right. No, you got another. Wendy was right. Yeah, we you needed, needed to take in a kid. We need to take in a kid. What are we doing with our lives? We need to be. Hey, you want to be her? Do you want to be? We need Tui? a kid too. What's her name? Leanne Tui. Leanne Tui. Now was, is she Ole Miss? All oh my. Well, gosh. she was played by Sandra Bullock in a sassy like Wendy would probably well, like apparently Leanne Tui was sassy oh was that what yeah, she was apparently okay. she was sassy like that and an old Miss girl I mean it's you know and southern and all of that stuff but she fought racism Del okay because her, her racist friends she couldn't hang with them no more according to the movie right yes according the movie says her racist fa- friends right and she made a decision about who she would and wouldn't hang out with because a business decision. because of Michael 
Yeah, that's right. She made a business decision. <laughs> Definitely a business decision. That was a good business. I got one of those lines. Well, Look I'm how big he is. To be honest with you, you probably see it like, well, he is a really big, strong offensive lineman. Um, hey, listen, I'm just shocked that it took Michael Orr this long to sue them, if you want to know the truth. As soon as he saw the movie, he should have gone, oh, no, lawsuit. How, yeah, how, how much input did he have? Because apparently none. Hey, are you gonna, how dumb are you going to make me look in this movie? Uh, if I'm him, I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is about me. What? <laughs> No, it's about Leanne Tui. It is about and what she Tui. did. It really yeah. was about well, her as much as it. Who yeah. are you going to find to comp- You got Sandra Bullock pushing this movie and pe- getting people in the theater. What? Who are you going to find to be- play Michael Orr that's going to get people in and make it about him? You got to make it about Sa- the Sandra Bullock character, Greg Little. Uh, Greg Little. He's not an actor. <laughs> he's just an. He I, came after Michael Orr yeah, anyway. He's a below average offensive lineman. All right, Orlando well, Pace. Once again, not an actor. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. He's not big enough. I don't think he's tall no. enough for that. Well, and he's old. Made... Oh, he's old, by the way. He was old back then, too. Yeah. Um, you don't have a guy that size who who you can make the movie about who's a great actor. You needed to make it about Sandra Bullock. He He's un- just unfortunate that his apparently his fake parents cut him out of all the money. That's Well, that's it. They just And they made, and they continue to make. You know, she's some kind of a inspirational speaker. Well, what, look what she did for one, I can, one I underprivileged kid. I can do that kid. for you. All you have to do is adopt a really talented offensive line. Would you adopt Dell? Huh? I'm not. No, I don't Would have that type Del? of athletic okay. ability. Okay. All right. If if he could really play soccer, I could play yeah. soccer yeah, back when I was not, 14. Oh, no, really? Like really. Messi? Well, not Messi. Okay. No, who's Messi? All right. We're not wasting Michael time Orr. on soccer kids in the States unless you're really good and we can ship yeah. you off to if you, Stuttgart or somewhere like that. If you know a really, really like talented kid that's good, for sure going pro, we'll adopt him. Yeah. Okay. Well, for sure. they didn't know he they didn't know he was going pro, John. They just did it out of the kindness of their heart. Well, apparently they did. Michael says, I had already been playing football. Well, that's what I, well this, the movie tells me he had he, no interest no, in football. It was just balloons. Yeah. Balloon. I can't trust Michael Orr on this thing. I got to go with Luann Lou- Tui. Leanne Tui. Yeah, whatever. She would never lie. Well, she's an inspirational speaker. Is Michael Orr? No. Did she save him? Yes. <clears throat> did she help get him into the NFL? Yes. Did she walk out onto a practice field and tell him how to block? Yes. Yes, in the movie Just she did. Just imagine. Did, did she get paid by Hugh Freeze? Yes. Was that Hugh Freeze at that point? No, that wasn't Hugh Freeze. You're thinking of Greg Little, probably. <laughs> yeah, wasn't oh, no, you're thinking of Larry Tunsil. Wasn't it Ogeron? You're thinking about Laramie Tunsil. Who, wasn't Ogeron the coach at that point? Uh, yes. No, it was. I think it was Ed Ogeron. No. I th- no, Ed Ogeron. He was the head coach at Ole Miss. No, Laramie Hugh Tunsil Freeze? was Hugh Freeze. Hugh no, Freeze? No, Laramie, I thought you meant Michael Orr. Michael no. Orr. Michael Orr was Ed Ogeron, yeah. right? Yeah, he coached at Ole Miss from 05 to 07. No, he, he co- Hugh Freeze coached Michael Orr. Hugh Freeze was back in 05. Wait, when what? did Michael Orr come out? Hugh Danny Hugh Freeze uh, was at Ole Miss 2006 and seven, but he wasn't the head coach, was he? Because no, oh no, Ogeron. he was not the head coach. No, well, twelve well, to Ogeron. sixteen, he was. No, the head coach. It was whoever was before Ed. Ogeron. But he was, he was apparently maybe he was the recruiter. Ogeron, uh, Michael Orr played at Ole Miss from 05 to 08, so he did. Hugh Freeze was there when he was there, but, there. but Ogeron was the head coach. We saw Ogeron in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but apparently, yeah, Hugh Freeze, he committed very um, – oh, okay. Well, Hugh, no, Hugh Freeze was the recruiter, and Hugh Freeze paid the – I'm just saying. What do you mean? Probably. Is, that pr- is there proof that probably Hugh Freeze paid, paid the, the twoies? twoies. Pro- 
Listen, the two easel takes some money now. Well, okay? well Michael they, Orr says you can't trust them. They tell the story people. that they own all these fast food franchises, which was shown in the movie. So they they were wealthy without Michael Orr. Oh yeah, of they course, got wealthy. Because you know what rich people don't like doing? Making more money. They also got two point five percent plus Not two a, and a quarter. But we gave the money to Michael because Oh, did they? He was our we'll find son. Out. In, well, not in, not by law, but by name. Right. And so you should be making money off of your kids. That's what you should do. That's what you should do. And both Sean Tui Jr., which is the son, and Sean Tui, the dad, mm-hmm. made comments yesterday. Tui Jr. went on Barcelona Radio. Sean Tui, the father, said what all the what all parents in the South do when they think when they say their kid is screwed up, we're just going to love them anyway. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to love them and embrace them in love. And I know love them up, love them up. They're going to continue to love Michael. Coaches do that too. They love people up. They love people up. They love people up. Um, well, let's see how this plays out, but it doesn't, it doesn't look good if he didn't, if he didn't get any of the rights to the movie at all, if 2.5%, and even if the net went from 300, the gross was 300 and the net was 100, you're still talking about 2.5 million, you know, and that's that's if there was 200 million in in costs, which there's no way that was. And they and the Tui said they split it five ways, so he would have gotten 500 thousand, whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I'm Michael Orr, why are we having even shares here? Why are we doing even splits? Yeah. When right, this was about me. me. About me. <laughs> no, it actually no, wasn't. it was it's about, about Leanne. It's about Leanne. Yeah, Tui. but without Michael Orr, yeah, there is Leanne. no. Leanne. It's about the amazing work of Southern women. Leanne. This is at the time when they were like, "Who's going to be our next fried green tomatoes? Who's going to be our next steel magnolias?" You had Julia Roberts, you had Dolly Parton, you had that other old woman, and so you got to. Who's the next one going to be? Oh, Sandra Bullock, the Southern woman with the heart of gold. That other old woman. I don't know one of them. Hmm. Was in all those same movies. Uh, well, was Lily Tomlin in one of those? I don't think that. And uh, fried green tomatoes? Fried green? I don't know. I don't know. You know, there's you have the a same laptop women. in Darryl, front of you. Darryl you Darryl can Hanna. look it yeah, up. No Daryl Hannah. No one can know. There, Daryl Hannah. Kathy Bates. <laughs> Jessica, no, definitely not Kathy Jessica Bates. Tandy. No, Ka- uh, Daryl Hannah. Well, was in driving Miss Daisy, we had one of them too. Yeah. See how good she was. Yeah, and she won an Academy Award. You said fried green tomatoes, right? Who Daryl Hannah was, I think. The stars of this movie. So. And also Steel Magnolias, I said, Dell. That's the thing that we had going on. Mary we were Louise trying to get Park, back to it. Mary Louise with Parker. The woman Kathy Bates, Jessica Tanner. Oh, Hugh Freeze was his high school coach. Oh, there it is. there's the angle. There it is. They, that's how the two got how paid. Freeze, they and paid Hugh him Freeze, to go to that high school. And Hugh Freeze did. Hugh Freeze paid him to go to that high school. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Way so he's. He's been taken care of, and he probably got something under the table from Hugh Freeze. This you're throwing out a lot of allegations. So, Sally I, Field was the old woman. Yeah, Sally that's Field. it. No, if thank I'm, you, if Robert. I'm the Tuies, I'm like, hey, where's our money? What? Where's our money? What we look? What we were able to do to get you to? Uh, they ought to be one of the hanger on, like you see with players going broke because the family keeps wanting to borrow money from them. That could be. The they Tuies. don't have to be a hanger on. They already took their money from the movie proceeds. Exactly. Why is this a problem? They got it up front. Well, apparently they didn't give him his money, according to Michael Orr. Mm. Give that, pay that man his money. I just think, I'm just glad Leanne Tooley has a donk, according to the poster. A what? A donk. He basically said, according to the poster, Tooley's got a butt. That's what he said. Have you seen that blindside poster? It's a good Uh, poster. No, wait, in that movie? Sandra Bullock. Leanne was getting it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm glad that you know, no, every other sports talk shows being serious. Like, you know, this is a real problem that so many young people have 
where they are misrepresented and, 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 and they're taken advantage of by people who are in a position to take advantage of poor, impoverished kids. And we're like, you see, she's getting it. Leon's got a donk. In the movie, in that poster, she did. She, she got- did. No, in the movie, she did. It was like, and she was not afraid. Is that how Leanne Tui dressed back then? Back in the day? Hmm. Of course. All right. (laughs) She was probably a consultant. She probably got paid there, too. Can can, she got Sanders? Sanders Donk isn't tough enough. No, that that movie, that poster was. You think that was was digitized? There was a little something to it. Well, no, no, no. I mean, there was no question. She was was getting it. No, wait a minute. Sandra Sandra Bullock was. But those are skirts. Sandra yeah. Bullock was before the white girls had butt like that. Well, if you got a you donk, got, if you, you got, got admit, a, like it's changed. If you got a donk like that, you might have leg problems. You think QC Kinetics can help you? <laughs> yes. If you're carrying that much that the joints on the knee are causing you problems, <laughs> yes, QC Kinetics can help. The wear and tear. What happens is the joint, the uh, the joint, you know, the aching joints are because of damaged or lost tissue, and what. QC Kinetics does is they take the body's healing power, they they concentrate it, they put it back into the joint, and your uh, you know your tissue in those joints, knee, hip, shoulder, back, wherever, they begin to regenerate and restore damaged tissue. So the the tissue that was lost begins to regenerate, and the tissue that was damaged begins to be restored, and that's a really really big deal because what happens is the pain level goes down very very quickly. I had a guy who had a torn labrum reach out and said, man, this has been incredible. My pain level has gone from like an eight to a four after just one treatment. He went to another one, went all the way down to what he was calling a two. That is a huge win. And that's the ability to really live your life without that consistent throbbing pain in the joints that is, can really have an impact on your quality of life. And in many cases can be debilitating from a a mobility standpoint, QC Kinetics can get that back for you. Four locations here in the Houston area. Get your life back. Give them a call today, 713-913-5285. That's QC Kinetics. ESPN 97.5.com on the Chase Long. I've got a Chase Long in my dressing room and a pack of warm beer that we can consume. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the Offensive Masterminds, running an outside zone on your intelligence, John Granado and Lance Zerline. Man, you see the uh, the fires in Maui? Yeah. Holy <clears throat> crap. Wow, the dead. 99 total. now. Yeah, it's almost up to over 100, and they think yeah. they're going to find more. Oh, so yeah, they'll find Just more. terrible, wiping out huge People um, historical structures like that they'll never get back in terms of their because you know so much of Hawaii has been taken over and and you know monetized and it's one of the reasons why the people in Hawaii I had a friend moved there for a while a group of people I used to work with at the restaurant and they're like dude they hate mainlanders <laughs> they really hate mainlanders who come over and even who work there they're not down with them and uh you can see it in White Lotus, too, showed you some of that. But he told me this a while back, and they hate it because, you know, so much of their land was just, you know, bought up and turned into just vacation stuff. And so their own little their own little slice of heaven has been just really, uh, you know, kind of monetized. And mm. now the parts of Hawaii that have a lot of significant meaning in Maui for the people who have lived there for, for generations has been wiped out, just wiped out. And so the concern now is that it's going to be bought up. For uh, you know, insurance payments will go out, and then it's going to be bought up by uh, 
by the big landowners that will go snatch that up and turn it into more house apartments and not apartments, but you know, townhomes, uh, condos and, um, the nice, uh, resorts. They're worried it's all going to just be bought up and just turn into all resorts in Hawaii. People from Hawaii will have no place now mm. or in Maui. That's a, that's a shame. It's bad, man. It's, it is bad. You see how much of this stuff's just been burned up? They just couldn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a video, speaking to Lance's point, where a woman who grew up there was talking about how this, in the same waters that our people died, the next day people came over, whether they be mainlanders or just tourists, were swimming in those same waters. Yeah. And she's like, this is this – is, do you think any of us are, would be swimming in that water right now, considering what happened the day before? It's just like, hey, that's the disconnect. That's what why they feel the way they feel. Jason Momoa, I couldn't believe, I didn't know what he was talking about. He goes, hey, just so you know, you don't need to be going over for your vacation trips to Maui. This is not something that needs to happen. You need to, you well, know, you need to have, or if you go, you don't need to be out in the beaches. And I was like, what? Who's going on vacation to Maui right now? It all got all burned up. I had no idea people were still going to Maui and still going to the, I guess the nice places didn't get burned up. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure some did, but I didn't know there were still vacations in Maui right you, now. You, you have to be an idiot. That's just stories about the airport. People are in line for days and days. Airplanes are flying in with supplies, empty with just supplies, and then flying people out of there right. to get them out of there. And you, you have to spend days in the airport just to get out. So you'd have to be some kind of an idiot to say, well, let's go to Maui now. Good time to go to Maui, unless you're trying to go help, unless you want. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if these people were already on the ground there or they traveled. But she just told the story about, hey, they got people swimming in the waters and the same people they're pulling, same waters we're pulling people out of because they're dead. Mm. And you think we would do that? No, nope. it's the people who, who don't live here, who don't, I guess, quote, unquote, belong here. Yeah. Yeah. People are just jumping in the water to get away from the fires. Yeah. And, and not making it. It's just awful. Just an awful situation. So thoughts and prayers uh, to Maui. And, uh, boy, I, I don't know. I've never, I've never been. Have you? I haven't been to Maui. I, I went to Honolulu. Remember, I've remember, never been to remember, Hawaii. Um, your, you, your wife wanted to call me because a hurricane was approaching. Yeah, that's right. And then I told her, well, it's actually kind of going to miss this island. It's going to hit another island. And, so okay, and everyone's we're like, whatever. All right, we're done and with And then you. she got really upset. She's like, oh, <laughs> it's not going to hit where you are. No, thankfully, right? I was like, actually, I'm looking I out guess. the window now. There's a little rain, but nothing really bad. And then they were done. Do you think me. it could get worse? <laughs> I don't think uh, so. Is there I any chance? <laughs> Is there any chance you could be washed away or in the middle of a call, something could fall on no, you? No, it appears that it's going to miss this island. Uh, it's going to hit a different uh, one. Oh. Uh, and that was the end of the, uh, the interactions. It was John being the intermediary, asking me if I was near death or anything. And then he would relate to Wendy that everything's going to be fine. Yeah, no, everything's going to be fine. We don't need him anymore. Yeah. All right. Um, the, for those of you that are on Twitch, seeing Lance dress up today for a change. He's going to be on Colin Cowherd. A, You've got pants on. You, you know do have don't pants have pants on. Not really. Yeah, no, John really. and Lance. Just John, and Lance. John and Lance yeah. in their They're underpants. Sweats, but he, well, no. Isn't he? He used to be just in Somebody's his underpants, Somebody's five-year-old right? was singing that well, last It is an earworm type of song. Yeah. Once you hear it. John and Lance in That's their underpants. That's how Frank does it. So uh, I don't know what Colin Coward wants to talk about. I know his, his uh, he says Jordan Love is awful. His producer hasn't told me anything that he wants to talk about. Just said, "Hey, probably C.J. Stroud." I would imagine Stroud, maybe rookie quarterbacks Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, but he could. I I'll bet you he asked me about Love and 
Trey Lance because he has opinions on those guys. So, so Warren Sharp put out a list of, t- of quarterbacks that were uh, most bullied, that had the most rush- rushes on them. In and, preseason one? In preseason one. Oh, everyone. Stroud and, Stroud and C.J. Uh, Stroud and C.J. were right at the top. Actually, uh, he didn't even put C.J. in there, and somebody asked him, hey, what about C.J.? And he goes, oh, yeah, 71%. But he only dropped back seven times. So he had... He had seventy one percent of his of his pa- of his passes were hurried. Were he so had pressure. That's five of seven. Um, week one pressure rate. Russell Wilson had sixty four percent. Jake Browning had sixty three percent. Instead of fifty nine, Nathan Roar. I mean, it's a bunch of guys that aren't even going to be on the field actually because they're quite frankly not going to be on the field. But he's. Uh, well, there were some guys that were that will quite possibly could be on the field that were on this list, um, but you're not going to have these same offensive lines. Do we know? Do we know what Trey? Do we have any idea what Trey Lance is? I mean, no, not yet. But <clears throat> he's running out of time to show who he is. So, if you're San Francisco, it's really going to be irrelevant. You don't know who he's going to be. He hasn't played enough football. But if Brock Purdy can do the job, you frankly just are out of time to find out what what Trey Lance can do unless you just want to bring him in for some, you know, package plays, some zone read stuff, I guess. And I, I don't know. I mean, ultimately you want to find your quarterback, right? If they found their quarterback and it just happens to be, it was the seventh rounder last pick of the draft and not the guy that you traded multiple first round picks. Oh, for, well, you still found him, you still found him but yeah. it sucks for the fans. And you're always going to have to fade that heat of, of, you know, missing so badly on Trey Lance. But you really don't have time to find out who he is much anymore. This this could be it for him. Is that maybe the next preseason game could be it for him? He says Davis Mills was only pressured eight percent of the time, eight yeah. percent of his passes. No, Davis pretty, and yeah. Davis at Davis Mills had it way better. Well, he had it against easier defenders. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And oh, by the way, they didn't. There was no game planning involved. I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick might be able to stop a Davis Mills offense. I don't know. Bill Belichick is, yeah, it, it probably would have had a different, he would have had a little bit more pressure on a Davis Mills had had they actually game planned for it. Um, 845 ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5, 713-780-3776, anything that you want to talk about your mold. Welcome to get in. Right now, though, you're talking about your patio. Well, so when you have a home, you have a house, and you go outside, and it's not a place that you really want to be. Maybe the kids will go out there and play wiffle ball, or you know, maybe you go out there a little bit when the weather's good, and and you might sit on a couple chairs, and you got a you got a little table between the two chairs, and you and your wife or girlfriend or your your buddy will come over and have a beer. You know, that's great, but how, can you imagine what it would be like if you have natural stone, you have granite countertops, you've got a a grill out there, an infrared grill, or you've got um, uh, you know, your refrigerator for all your drinks. You have a big screen TV and a sound system built into a, a pitched roof that's been built onto the the existing roof to where it looks like it was built onto your home at the very, very beginning. Man, that you're talking about adding real value to your home, but maybe more importantly than that, real value into your life where you're able to go out there and enjoy memories that are going to stay with you forever, whether it's with your friends, your kids, by yourself. It really changes your quality of life, and that's when the house becomes a home. And Texas Custom Patios, they do it better than anyone else in the state. Multiple-year winners 
of awards to show just how good they are. Go to their website and look at before and afters and see how you can get started with upgrading your life with TexasCustomPatios.com. Listen, use what you know and create your own business on SelfList.com. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. 850 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 7-3-7-8-0-3-7-7-6 is the number. We haven't talked Astros in a little while. Uh, Steven wants to talk Harden, so we will, we will do that. Your Astros lost again last night. Hit the ball hard. Just could not, could not get any. No, all bad luck. Hit it right at people. But they, they had an XBA... An expected battering average of like 360 or somewhere in that neighborhood, while the uh, Marlins was much less, yet the Astros still lost the game and still only scored one run. They just hit it hard, just at people. But um, you know what? That's a good sign. They have not been good with runners in scoring position these last couple of games. They certainly were in the first two games against Anaheim when they put up 11 spots in uh, those first two games. But since then... No, not so much. Three and a half games now behind the uh, the Rangers, but four games ahead of the Mariners, who've also who've lost three straight now. So the Astros still in a good spot, second in the wild card race. Three and a half behind the Rangers, who they will catch by the end of the month. By the end of this month, the Astros will have caught them, and then in the month of September, will overtake them by six games. That will happen on my watch right here. Uh, let's get Steven in here. He wants to talk about the James. Well, he wants to talk about the James Harden situation. Hey, Steven, what's going on? Hey, I don't know if y'all saw the, uh, athletic article yesterday, but apparently the monster is Daryl Moore. took away pizza Fridays and that is really irking James Harden. And you always get pizza Fridays written into your contract. If you haven't seen it, you gotta go read the article. Thanks. Pizza Fridays. Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey literally rushed to give James Harden every extension. I remember when James Harden would, news would break about James Harden got a new extension when he was with the Rockets. I'm like, he just signed a contract two years ago. How is this possible? And Daryl would try to rush to give him as much money as he could, as early as he could, to make sure that James was always happy. The amount of moves that they made in Houston to make to placate James and make him happy were staggering. The fact that the fact that you it's like have it's like raising a pet bear from the time it's a cub and you and you know and you're playing with it and there's videos of you having fun with it and you're always showing pictures to people of how great it is when it wins the MVP. Like, isn't this amazing? And then at the very end of the movie. That bear becomes that bear finally turns on the the the, the person who raised the, the bear and it kills the person. That's what's happening with with Daryl Morey. After all these years of trying to 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 raise James Harden and give him everything he needed to make him happy, eventually James Harden turns on Daryl Morey. Well, you shouldn't have slapped the bear in the face with your newspaper. With what was that? Not giving him a max dollar extension. Uh, lo- According Again? to James, lying to him when he said about about what they were going to do and they're not doing. You slapped the bear in the face, and the bear said, wait a minute, I'm an effing bear. James, we, we're not getting value back for you. Well, no, not about the trade. 
I took less money so you can go so- sign all those X Rockets like PJ Tucker and Daniel House. And then when it came time for you to pay me, you were like, oh, actually, no, don't punch a bear in the face. That didn't Expect happen. Not what like you're saying would hey. be tampering. That would no, never no, happen. That would no, never no, no. happen. Is, okay, that's a serious question. The 76ers and Daryl Morey will be, and Daryl Morey's going to get fired for all of this. The 76ers really will so? be punished for this. Daryl's team president, I don't see him getting fired for James Harden. I do. No, it's not. It's, it's a combination of things. And um, Embiid's going to go. The whole thing's going to fall apart. Only if Embiid goes, which I don't see happening. Oh, I do. Embiid I mean, ain't going to be one apart. They still have talent on that Embiid roster. Embiid has already s- sent it out there that I, can, I want to win a championship is, here Embiid's a, a tough guy to deal with, but I don't think if there's a guy you really want – Look, if there's a guy you want rebuilding a team, it's Daryl Morey. If there's a guy you want having James Harden on the team, it ain't Daryl Morey anymore. That's the worst thing that you can get. And that's what Daryl did, and then he added a bunch of old Rockets, which is not good. If Daryl gets fired, it won't be because of this. It'll be because of they they can't win. Like, he doesn't make them any better, and it's because he put eggs in James' basket again. But he also took over a bad contract with, with uh, Ben Simmons, who he absolutely had to get out, get away from. But let me ask you this, John. If you are, if you, okay, do you think James Harden knew about, so we have all heard that there was a wink and a nod agreement with Chris Paul, that Chris Paul agreed to be traded to the Rockets, but that they agreed in principle to a contract after his deal was up. And the Rockets had to stick with that. They couldn't just let him walk after right. that year. They had to stick well, with their deal. Sick. Is there any chance that, that Daryl says, you know, we got stuck with that Chris Paul thing that ended up not working out for us. I'm not going to do the same thing with James Harden. Is there a chance that he did lie about a wink and a nod agreement? Yes. There's a chance. Because, well, he, he did it with Chris Paul, but he just said, I can't do it. It's this certainly thing. not binding. In fact, it's illegal. He he, also, yeah, no, no, it's illegal as all get out. It also it happened. Who uh, who who got uh, sanctioned? Who lost draft picks? Somebody lost a lot of. One team lost well, a lot Minnesota of draft picks. Minnesota and Joe Smith, but I think they put theirs in writing. That was in like yeah, that was like two thousand. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It there's there's precedent that you cannot do. And if James Harden goes to the league and says Daryl Morey promised me to sign me when I took less this year, well, he that he was going to give me an extension. He has to have proof too, because right now at this point, James. Well, if Harden, I'm the league, I believe him. Why? James Harden is a guy who is trying to make you... He's already gone out and said, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make you look bad. This is the third time he's done stuff like this to get out of a team. You can't just say, believe James. Well, this you is like, believe James always. This isn't the only player to call Daryl Moore a liar. Chris Paul, when he traded OKC, said, I was shocked. Truth be told, I, I just talked to Daryl a couple of days before the that trade. And he but, said he wasn't going to trade But you me. have to prove... No, what I'm saying you is... You still are going to have to... You, oh, you, can't, you can I, say whatever you want about character... How do you prove that he had a, a wink and a nod agreement? I I don't know. Maybe maybe they had a text or an email. Who knows? If he has it, then Daryl's in trouble. I'm just pointing out that the possibility that Daryl Morey lied to a player. They, <laughs> sure, I wouldn't just say, "Well, it's James." Nah, James may trying to make him look bad. Chris Paul. Oh no, I would, said Daryl Morey. Chris like Paul has proof that he takes care of the players and that lies. he promises stuff to. But maybe he he took a different tack with James. Yeah. No, 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 no. Chris Paul, he's talking about that he wasn't going to trade him, and then he ended up trading him. Oh, that's Days too. later, yeah. But was Chris Paul okay with being traded away from James, though? Yeah. James wanted to go. No, 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 no. That might have been – Chris might have said, no, 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 you can trade well, me. Well, Chris said he was shocked because he said – this is the quote again. Truth be told, I, I was shocked, truth be told. I just talked to Durrell a couple of days before the trade, and he said he wasn't going to trade me. No. Well. But you could be shocked in a good way. Like, I was shocked. Well, I didn't I don't think know. he was going to trade me, but that was him with Mark Spears. A couple, like I'm three gone, or four years so. ago. That doesn't sound like he was shocked. It sounds like Daryl did. Daryl, 
Daryl Lytle players, really? Yeah. Okay. Big surprise. But he did he did come through on the contract that he promised Chris Paul. Yeah, don't, don't remember he went on Instagram to tell everyone he wasn't trading Chris Paul. He did that, too. He made it yeah. public. He oh, wasn't he, yeah, Chris Haynes or whoever, he he tried to he was tried to, to make him look bad. And we're like, why would you do that, Daryl? You clearly, James wanted him gone. You're trying to protect James. We know what the deal is. And that's that's ultimately, that's my whole point. Everything you did for James and then... It comes around to this. I'm telling. Yeah. Finally, the chickens come home to I'm telling roost. Telling you, a bear is always going to be a bear. Well, yeah, a bear is a bear. Well, James has not made him enough money because of Daryl. He just hasn't. Well, I mean, well, they they have a codependent. They've had a codependent relationship. They both depended on each other. Yep. To get did you what see they James's, want. Uh, it's a bad divorce. You see James's agent when you're call- in China saying calling someone a liar, T- telling everyone your your ex is a liar. Well, yeah. Let me say that's that bad. again. A cheater. Because I noticed there was no response. Let me say it again. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never play for any organization that he is ever a part of ever again. Yeah. All right, 858 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Time for me to talk about my people over at Chastank Ford. I love, I love that. Listen, they are the best. I'm, I've done, dealt with a lot of car dealerships, and I'm going to tell you this. I just love what they do at Chestank Ford. I love the, the other dealerships are just great, too. But here's the deal is I've got the squares deal. I got the best deal I possibly could. I got the vehicle the way that I wanted it. I got there's the, the summer sales event is still going on. They got trucks on the lot right now that you don't have to custom order it, but you got them on the lot, and they're going to give you the best deal that you could possibly get. They're going to work the financing as hard as they possibly can to make sure. Listen, they, with me, I could have financed mine through Ford, and they were like, nope, we got a better deal over here with Truist. Let's go that way. And it was like, okay, you don't think Ford's going to be PO'd at you? We don't care. We're going to get the best deal for you. That's the way they do business every single time at Chastain Ford. They are going to give you the best deal that they possibly can, make you the happiest that you are. Because then you're going to go tell somebody, they're going to tell somebody, and you're going to, everybody's going to, and you're going to go back to Chastain Ford. I'm telling you, they do more repeat business than they do new business because people go back to them. They do more commercial business than anybody else in the city because people, the businesses trust them that they get the best deal, the best service they possibly can. You're looking for the best deal you can get on a Ford car or truck or whatever pre-owned vehicle they have. It's at Chastain Ford. ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, just five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. Advertise your business for 25 cents a day on selflist.com.